better than now, a nerd podcast talking about nerd things. My name is Robert Foley. Oh, 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 I'm Santa Claus. Dear Robert, sit on my knee. No. Sit on my knee. Why is it wet? What do you want for Christmas? Why is it hard? What do you want for Christmas? To no longer be on your knee. Too bad, I brought you a Mexican. Hello. <laughs> I'm very disappointed, Sam. Was really? I the Mexican? <laughs> <laughs> no. Awkwardly enough. <laughs> I was looking around for another one. <laughs> um, well, for you guys at home, um, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and all that. Uh, we're going to be talking about something that has kind of become a tradition for us, a great holiday special, Dr. Motherfucking Who. Yeah. Motherfucking isn't part of the name. In case you were curious. I'm sure yeah. they couldn't figure that out on their, <laughs> on their own. I googled Dr. Motherfucking Who for three hours. You know what? All porn. <laughs> <laughs> there are Dr. Who porn parodies. Oh, I've, I, there's porn oh, parody no. of everything. I never watched any of them. I don't even want to search it. I don't, I, it would kill it for me. Yeah, probably. I mean, it would give me a boner, but I'd feel bad afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, it's like that with all porn, but this would be like amplified. That's true. Yeah. And people do have sex in the TARDIS on the show. It just doesn't show it. it yeah, that's true. It yeah. happened. So, I mean, that's how they came up with the uh, half uh, Time Lord. Yeah, River Song is based, uh, she's she, a product of TARDIS Nookie. Yeah. Two humans boning in a TARDIS. Way too close to the... Time vortex. Yeah. Yep. So let's uh, let's go ahead and get into it by jumping into the then. Um, so How are we going to get there? Let's jump in our way back time machine, sir. Uh, uh, it's a really easy way to say TARDIS. Yeah. I was going Mr. Peabody, motherfucker. We're talking about Doctor Who, you fuck. I know. <laughs> Kelly, you want to you wanna host a podcast? <laughs> uh, so... The original Doctor Who, uh, Danny, when was the first episode aired? November of 1963. And that starred William Hartnell. Um, As the grumpiest Doctor ever. Disagree. Disagree. Who's grumpier? <laughs> the newest. Oh, okay. I I, I, spoiler alert, I haven't watched Cavaldi yet. Yeah, Robert's I, very angry about it. We'll get there. Yes, yes we will. Yeah, I know we will. Uh, no, I'm angry about it, by the way. <laughs> I didn't take much. <laughs> Hey, I was cool with it for a while. Uh, but <laughs> the original series actually started as an educational show. Mm -hmm. uh, they used time travel in a very interesting way because uh, they would teach history by going back in time. And that, that was how they would do their history episodes. And, you know, the doctor's always been known for his companions. And this, he was teaching his granddaughter and a human man who was apparently in love with his granddaughter? Not sure. Not Kelly? true. Not true. No? No, the first companions was his granddaughter's teachers. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember that. Ian, now. Ian, and. You made uh, a gross joke by accident. You're a sick <laughs> bastard. You think he, the teacher was tagging the student? <laughs> no, he was ta tagging the other teacher. Well, that was the implication. But anyway, they were. <laughs> they, they uh, you know, in the 60s version of, of tagging. <laughs> Which is still tagging. But with more pubic hair. <laughs> oh my god. <coughs> and less attractive boobs. Less attractive boobs. There's yeah. no such thing. No, I, Less no. attractive? I didn't say not attractive. Okay, okay. Touche. But, continuing. Uh, I don't know if I'm done talking about boobs. Are you saying they're all created equal? Because I'm sorry, but that's not true. They're not all created equal. Okay, we can move on now. Okay. You sure? Not, no. Can I please continue talking about Doctor Who? I might bring it back to boobs later. 
Of course. You're Danny. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about blowjobs too. <laughs> Kelly, I talk about blowjobs a lot on this. I'll talk almost every episode. Blowjobs. What? Robert, why don't you talk about Doctor Who? <laughs> All right. So uh, when they would travel into the future, they would actually talk about science. Quit laughing, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that's how um, they, they dealt with teaching the sciences, maths, and all that, is doing future episodes, which also brought in a lot of the classic monsters that we know today. The real sci-fi element. The, yeah, the your real sci-fi. and your Cybermen and your giant faces stretched out over like a window pane. That happened much I, later. Yeah. I know, but still. Yeah, that thing was weird. But yeah, it did start the... No, all that happened much later. It do- did start more of the sci-fi side of things instead of the just the Jules Verne uh, time travel uh, mm-hmm. element. But uh, when he originally was using the TARDIS, he had not stolen it at that point. It wasn't until he was 236 that he actually stole the TARDIS. Which is awesome, because if you watch Current Who, he talks about how he was a little boy that found the time machine and fell in love with it and... Stole it to, you know, run through the stars and stuff. He always refers to himself as really young, which in comparison he is. But he was fucking 200. Yeah. Um, it was when he was 450 the first time that he uh, he regenerates. Really? Yeah. So he, he makes it for over 200 years without dying. That's not bad. Uh, 450. Yeah. Well, yeah. When he regenerated. So, yes, over 200. No, no, uh, no, 200 years from stealing the TARDIS. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't look at me like I'm stupid. Among the time and stars. (laughs) I did very basic math and you doubted me. Matt Smith made it for much longer than that. That's true because he stayed on Christmas. Uh, Tie in for the holiday. Good job, you Patrick Troughton, I believe is how you say his name. It was the uh, second doctor which came (laughs) in in 1966. Comparatively young. Compared to the first one. Looked like an old version of one of the Beatles. All of the uh, Doctors from here on will be much younger than the original. How old was he? He was in the 70s? I think so. He's very old. He looked like a featherless crow. i tell you what, though. <laughs> the the picture that, that I, I watch it on Amazon Prime, uh-huh. and the picture that they have on the little cast is of a very young William Hartnell. Oh. Yeah. He's a good-looking guy. Really? Yeah. Uh I mean, it's probably like in the 1800s. Right? <laughs> <laughs> probably, honestly. Um, they did a special that was like, I can't remember what, uh, oh, Adventures in Time and Space. Anybody watch it? It was uh, a documentary yeah. of the first Doctor. I can't say that I have. Uh, kind I have of not. an alcoholic, wasn't he? I, According to that special? Anybody uh, else has seen it? I'm, I'm going I'm to be honest the here. Actor, the, the actor, not the Doctor in the show. <laughs> that would be a much different show. <laughs> when, when it comes to like the old Doctor Who, I honestly don't know too much. Right. Um, I, I I think it's safe to say that all of us in here are much more proficient on new Who. Right. But we're going to try to give as much information as possible. Documentary I watched. Yes. Yeah, it's called Adventure Time and Space, but it was pretty good. And I mean, it really. I'll just get it out of the way. Don't don't. <laughs> me. Well, it's because it's sitting there just. Yeah, but you look like a fucking evil monkey from Family Guy. Just, 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 well, that's why I went ahead and it out, because you're going to have to cut the song out now. I don't have to edit this one, so... That's Hold why on. I was pointing. <laughs> Rosie. Adventures of Time and Space, Danny. Tell us more about it. Please. Um, It was good. Okay. I don't remember what I was saying before you told me to stop. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think it came out... Oh, it came out right before the 50th anniversary special. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was on Netflix there for a while, I think. Uh, they took everything Doctor Who off Netflix, though, because they moved to Amazon Prime behind a paywall. Yeah, yeah, and that really sucks. And that's how I choose to not watch it. Uh, <clears throat> but the second Doctor, 
lasted the shortest. He regenerated within 50 years. Really? Yes. Loser. He was 500 when he regenerated to John P. Pertwee? P. Twee? This is really small font. I apologize. I thought I thought put it that. Pertwee. Uh, yeah. And he was the doctor from 1970 to 1974. Isn't that where he had kind of like a James Bond vibe? Vibe? Uh, I don't know. He was still older? I, I, yeah, I, he was older. He had great curly hair and stuff, but he, uh, they gave him, like, he was stuck on Earth. That's, I think that's where, um, was it AIM? I believe so, yeah. Came in, and, uh, it was, they gave it, like, a really James Bond theme, and you'd see the doctor, like, driving around a sports car and stuff. Bam, 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 yeah, bam, seriously, bam, it was really bam, weird, and he'd, like, karate chop people. <laughs> pretty great. Well, that was, that makes sense, because that was during the time of, like, uh, James Bond really blowing up and being very popular. Like Sean Connery era? Uh, yeah. yeah. I guess it would be around the same time frame, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Now, now what i always seen, just the little sn- tidbits that I've got, it's that it was really during 5 that they really got action-packed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, as far as... I could have know, the numbers wrong, but I'm pretty sure. I, I think you might right. be. I think you might be because... Uh, if I see well, a picture of the guy, I can tell you. Is apparently yeah, no, uh, it was three. I'm positive. All the space odysseys that happened, you know, in the early '70s, Barbarella, and all that really, mm-hmm. really influenced the show. And I think that's why when you're, the doctor you're talking about, they went with the youngest one they had to that point. Uh, it would seem so. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that always had the celery. Yeah, that's that's uh, five. Davidson. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll oh yeah, four. It. Sorry. Let's talk about four because that's a lot of people's favorite doctor. We yeah, probably should yeah. skip up. Uh, two, two the fourth right doctor, probably the most popular of old Who, was Tom Baker. Probably still of all time, honestly. He regenerated to the fourth doctor uh, when the doctor was seven hundred forty-eight years old. Tom Baker was the fourth doctor. Was the doctor not just the fourth doctor? Was the doctor from nineteen seventy-four to nineteen eighty-one? Yeah, here's the longest. It's seven years, right? Uh, or seven seasons. <laughs> Well, I don't think the seasons were the same. Were Maybe they? not. Was uh, it seven seasons? I, dude, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> research, Robert. I'm telling you guys the years and the age of the doctor. Right. That's my but contribution yeah, he, um, here. He's still to this point the longest running doctor. I believe I so. Know that I, he also had the longest scarf. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, but he is when Doctor Who really blew up. Like, yeah, he, he you, took it to a whole new level. If you talk to anybody who. Uh, likes classic who and watched it like when they were little, like older people when they were little. It was the Tom Baker years. He's, he's, yeah, he brought in the most fans. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I've actually watched uh, several of the episodes with Tom Baker. They they still hold up. They're very fun to watch. Yeah, I've seen a single one with him. In it. Uh, he he was he acted much younger than I think any of the doctors before mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. Uh, while still being slightly older, even younger than Hartnell. That was a joke, um, he was 90. <laughs> you were looking at your phone. It's cut. Okay, if you would have said <laughs> even younger than the first Doctor, yes. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Adventures in Space and Time, you should watch it. It's a documentary. <laughs> uh. um, but that's when, like, Sarah Jane came in, like, was his mm. companion there yeah. for a while. Where you first saw K-9, too. It's yeah. when you first saw K-9. It's when uh, those sci-fi elements that I had brought up previously of the Cybermen, the Daleks, really became a thing. Yeah, because Davros was his, like, that doctor's arch nemesis through yes. and through. And there were some, I have seen clips of them going against each other, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and talking about the James Bond theme, he gets his, his, uh... Oh, talking about the James Bond thing, he gets his, his MI6 
which, you know, James Ron. Right. It, oh, okay. Think. It's their secret service, essentially. And oh. he started working more with the British uh, secret service. Okay. And that's and, where the colonel comes in. And, yep. And all that. Uh, that we've seen in recent years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the 50th anniversary, they go back to it. Yeah. Uh, well, not just the 50th. Would they do there? Also, there's a helicopter? Yeah. Well, he wouldn't know. He, yeah. Danny wouldn't know that, though. And know. we'll get to that. Yeah, whatever. Uh... <laughs> the doctor regenerated into his fifth form uh, when he was uh, 813 years old. His fifth form being that of Peter Davison, who uh, was the doctor from 1981 to 1984. And the doctor that loved Polo the most. And the doctor <laughs> that looks the most like Gary Ewis. Who's that? Uh, Princess Bride. Oh, Gary he Ewis. wishes. No, that. T- look at this picture and tell me he doesn't look I like Gary Ewis. I know what he looks like. A little bit in that picture because it's so small, but he he wishes he looked like Wesley. Oh, no. He totally looks like Wesley. I can blow it up. Okay. Does that guy not look like... A little bit, yeah. Thank you. Uh, He said a little bit, too. That's what I said. You're still wrong, (laughs) Danny. He's like, fuck you, Danny. (laughs) Right, Kelly? Well, I agree with Danny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. I'm just happy because somehow I just figured out how to agree with both of you. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can't argue there. Never seen the middle ground. Played so well. Uh, have either of you seen anything with, with that doctor? Uh, other than the the uh, little mini episode with Tenet. I watched that as well. Any. Yeah, and it, it's, it's pretty well done. Pretty short, if I remember. Like 15 minutes, if that. No, seven. And seven? Seven. Okay. Yeah, we'll it, it was just a quick little mini seven. Right. It, it takes place in the TARDIS. I have seen it. Uh, once again, when, when it came to the 50th anniversary, they started doing like 40 minute, uh, do, 40 minute long documentaries. And they do one on each doctor. That's how I know little tidbits about each doctor. Like, I know that doctor really did love Polo. He played it like crazy. It's weird. Yeah. And I knew the James Bond stuff. But um, if you can find those, it's a really easy way to just kind of catch up on what the doctor was, why he was, kind of what he was in that generation, and how time affected Doctor Who. Yeah. Around the, the, around the 50th anniversary, they released a whole bunch of stuff. Just oh, shit ton, yeah. Uh, and it's because of what they did for the 50th anniversary. And that's when I was broke, and I obtained my media in a more nefarious fashion. Uh, so I could watch it all, baby! Uh, I, th- I think that was very important with the all the special things, because people like us who only really watch Modern Who, we you, you get little tidbits of, of, you know, the past. Like, in there, you he, you know, he mentioned his grumpier, you know, William Hartnell, he, he, he mentioned he tried to be a grumpier old old man oh no i think he just wasn't acting (laughs) i think he was just a grumpy dude no i mean tenant speaking as the doctor said back then oh yeah i get what you're saying and he says with him he changed yeah of course i would have to say baker was also a change in that i don't know because they uh, got continuously less uh we'll say frumpy uh, <laughs> frumpy. I, I, actually, I think he did say frumpy. <laughs> he might have. Before we started recording, I actually brought up a clip that I found online oh, yeah. of Tom Baker cussing at K9. And it, <laughs> it was this, it's just this really short clip of uh, him and Sarah Jane landing on this planet and him going, K9, what information do you have on this planet? Information insufficient. What? Yeah, well, you never fucking know, do you? And apparently it aired. That's awesome. That's <laughs> yeah, great because that means at one point Tom Baker thought it was necessary to curse out a handheld shot back with the robot's dog heads attached. Yes. That's good. <laughs> that he created, right? In the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, when the doctor was 900, he regenerated to his sixth form of Colin Baker. Is that the one with the bowler hat? Uh, no, that's the one that had the blonde curls. Ow, yeah. Uh, the main thing I remember from his special, he looked dumb. 
<laughs> uh, he had like a patchwork jacket that he wore. What wasn't he the one that had like the question mark lapels? No, that's the one with the bowler hat. Oh, okay, okay. But um, seventh, yeah. I guess he would be next up. Uh, yeah, because I know who the eighth and up is. Yeah. Um, the other fun fact: the uh, while he was the doctor, the TARDIS's camouflage technology malfunctioned. So there for one episode or two, the TARDIS was an organ. And then like a know, heart. Huh? Like a heart? Yeah, Robert. It was a heart. It was a human beating heart. They all hopped inside of it. <laughs> it was a piano. Okay. Step into the there atrium. There you go. It wasn't, though. It was an organ. It was, it was a pipe organ? Yes! Step into the atrium. <laughs> How? Double meaning. I like it. Um, <coughs> it was something else at that time, but I can't remember what it was. At least hearts have openings and valves. I could I could believe a giant heart. I can't believe them climbing into an organ because that's something you play. If you can believe a police box that travels through time and space, then I think you have other issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's true. Yeah, I'm not for sure how they got in though. That is weird. But I know I know it happened. Maybe he just played it and it flew around. Maybe. Yeah, because there's an episode with Matt Smith where they like piece together like just the inside of a TARDIS and there's yeah. just like a field around it. Yeah, and they're just standing there. Yeah, but I doubt if they had the technology to really make oh. that look. Even remotely realistic. Oh, okay. Anytime you see anything on the outside of the TARDIS or the TARDIS flying around, period, does it ever look realistic? It's gotten better. Yeah, It's not a toy on a string anymore, and that, my friend, is progress. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's <laughs> obvious that it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is one thing about Old Who. Notorious <laughs> for its just shitty graphics, man. Okay, that's, that's the great thing about all old sci-fi, though. You look at the original uh, Star Trek before it was remastered. You look at old... You look at the original Star Trek after it was remastered, and it's still pretty rough, <laughs> It's man. still pretty rough, but they were all bad. And it's like one of those things where you can sit down and you can be like, wow, this is shitty, and that's awesome. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> There was some rough stuff when Who came back, too, with the Ninth Doctor. That was yeah. just like, oh, oh The very why? first episode with the mannequins. Yeah, because a trash can eats a man. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't look real? Well, that you <laughs> could tell like their entire special effects budget for that pilot episode... Went into a trash can? Went into a trash can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's fucked up. <laughs> Metaphoricals. Hell, but what happened? Yeah. The rest of it went into a lot of makeup for Mickey. Mickey. Yeah, they can be. It's been a while. We, we, oh, yeah, because they make him look really pale. Right. Oh, well, it's because he was the, the plastic Right, version. yeah. yeah. Um, that and uh, low crop shirts for Rose. But going back I'm to... I'm okay with. Yes. yes. I brought it back to boobies, Robert. Knew you did. Or knew you would. Uh, so, going back to old who, the seventh doctor, uh, Sylvester McCoy, uh, was the doctor from 1987 to 1989, and for some reason, 1996? This is because... Uh, that's because he's in the beginning of the movie. He re- where they introduce eight. He, he, he regenerates from him. Yeah, that's which is cool. They actually brought him back to have him shot this in America. Is, this is what he does. <laughs> this is this is his scene. If you want it, he steps out of the TARDIS and gets caught in a gang sh- shooting and gets shot in America. Next thing, he's in the hospital. Regenerate in a morgue. Like, oh, yeah, like I morgue. mean, it's very USA. Is that, that is an American-made movie? Of course, it yes. is rough. I've, I've actually seen that. Um, but uh, well, he turned into the seventh Doctor uh, when he was nine hundred and fifty-three years old, giving you a kind of a time frame on the Doctor right. there. Um, yeah, I don't. I probably know the least about him. I've seen. A, I've seen one or two of his episodes. He's kind of funny. I didn't mind him. Yeah, I've, and I've I actually not have seen a few comic books where he's the Doctor. I've seen I've seen that there are comic books out there. Yeah, they did mm-hmm. classic ones with all the uh, 
doctors. Right. And, kind uh, of like Star Wars, they had this whole... Like, expanded universe. Yeah, expanded yeah. Universe. right. Which I means mean, they probably don't mean anything anymore either, just like even, the Star Wars ones. <laughs> even Sarah, his grand, his granddaughter, she has her own... Uh, their own uh, whole timeline. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I didn't Which know that. she was left in a parallel universe. Oh, that's sad. So, well, she, the guy that that, that, that she does end up falling for was part of this parallel Not universe. Not her teacher, you sick bastard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What face was that? Uh, that <laughs> it's weird. That, he was really hoping it was. <laughs> well, it's just because, once again, don't know too much about old who. Right. I, only saw, I only saw the one episode that. When when it when the classic Who was on um, Netflix, at least when I was trying to watch it, they would they would only had like one episode for every a, every Doctor. That's strange. And man. so I only got to see the one episode of the Doctor and it was when they were in Egypt. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they ever explain how like is how does the Doctor have a granddaughter? Because he boned someone who then boned another person. But They're- the Doctor. It's like an asexual being. I don't think he... And he's said several times he's never had a kid. Well, no, he hasn't. No, no, no. Yes, he, he has. He said That's he's been a father. Episodes. He said he's been a father. He did after the David Tennant episode where he gets cloned. And not only that, he has a crib he it, said for his kid. No, he said that was his. No, that was his crib. Yeah, oh. I just rewatched it. But, but look... There Instead is, of Capaldi, once again, I'm sorry, but technically I know what I'm talking about right now. There's you know a, what I'm saying? There's a whole theory. There's a, There's several theories about that. One of them that I espouse... Um, I can't tell any, I can't tell you about it because it'll be spoilers. Okay. Okay, well that was pointless. Go on, Robert. Alright. So the eighth doctor, Paul McCann, uh previously mentioned he became the doctor in nineteen ninety six and uh, Well you can relate to this because you know when you land your TARDIS in an alleyway and it just happens to be in between the bloods and the crypts? Somebody's getting shot. Uh, doesn't that happen to everybody when they're a thousand nine years old? Exactly, and then you get pulled to the morgue. But it is—you can tell—it's very '90s, very American. Like when he regenerates, like you see the eighth or the seventh Doctor, like on a slab in the morgue, and like with the towel up, uh, the sheet up to his chest, and all of a sudden you actually see like the bone structure start to go, and they try to make it look creepy and weird. Yeah, they go really, and and what they do with the master, it's kind of criminal. Well, it's, it's pretty awful. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at all of the regenerations through the years, every single one has been slightly different right. until New Who. Right. New Who is when they started really going. Okay, this is what it looks like when the Doctor uh, regenerates regenerates consistently with the golden glow and the explosion. Right. But like the original, uh, <coughs> the original change that they showed um, looked more like. He was about to go to Oz because it was like the multi... Well, that's that's two to three. Right. That's the first one they showed. Right. Well, that, yeah. The one where the first one uh, regenerated got lost. But they have just... You can find just the clip of the regeneration. It's literally, literally like just a flash. Not even a flash, but like you can see like they panned up. Switch actors panned back down. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Baker, Baker, if, if unless they did something different in, in the previous episode, but in Robot... You know the first of his episodes, he just kind of is different. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, he's lying down. Look over there. What's that? And it pans back, and he's a different doctor. Yeah. Oh shit! I regenerated. And Look at my scarf. In comes Major, and apparently he's already seen a regeneration. Sarah Jane hasn't. And <laughs> so you so got one it. person just oh, of course. And the other guy's yeah. like, what the fuck? Pretty much. Well, that's kind of what they've done like a lot recently. There's always the one person that goes, I don't know how to handle this. Wham! My dreamy doctor's gone. And everybody else be like, suck it up, bitch. 
That's true, yeah. Even because yeah. I've seen where Capaldi regenerates, and even then, yeah, Clara's all like, ah, and then Drax and everybody sees him like, oh, you're the Doctor now, cool. Yeah, take a nap. Which <laughs> was the big thing. Which when did they see a regeneration? I don't know because their timeline's well, kind of wonky. They this, were the thing is they've known him for many generations. It just right. They kind of worked that into the story. Yeah. Oh, what did she say? Can we all real quick to say that I, I love Drax? Oh yes, the, that, the Potato Man. He's why the potato there's man. not a spinoff there? Right? Why is the fact that, that his I'm punishment? His punishment <laughs> is being a nurse because that's the lowest thing that could happen to him, and he can feed a baby. He can lactate, and that's pretty great. Uh, that's well, what Stephen Moffat said. He said that he just doesn't have enough time. That's yeah. That's why this uh, the episodes come out so sporadically anymore. Very well, sad. The uh, the interesting thing about the Eighth Doctor, going back to him, mm-hmm. uh, he spent six hundred years. On the planet Orbis. He also mentions that he rounded and adjusted his age based on different year lengths in different parts of the universe. Yeah, which they did. I mean, that's all like books and shit. None of that. Because he's in one movie. Yeah. One movie. Two. No, the other one's a short they did for the 50th. Okay, whatever. It's, it's like uh, 2013. Ten, t- yeah. Is when that came yeah. out. Uh, it was on YouTube. It was actually really good, though. It shows him it on was. Gallifrey going into the war. Right. And regenerating into the war doctor, John Hurt's doctor from the 50th. It's, it's really good. And I right. honestly when he was 1,125 uh, 1, years old is when he regenerated into the war doctor. How? I'm sorry? 1,125 years old. Okay, so we've come a long way. Clerical. He just knew who. He was, he was not uh, on Gallifrey. He was on Gallifrey? No, okay, he, I'm sorry. But he did decide to become a warrior. Yeah. Yeah. That, if you haven't seen that Con. short, it's actually really cool. And it gives you some respect for that doctor, and that doctor never stood a chance because that movie's garbage. But I think the actor could have been decent. It was just the writing that was. Yeah, horrible. he's yeah. he's kind of likable in the movie. Yeah, hmm. but well, I mean, it, the master, like Kelly said, it's a crime. Yeah, what they did with him. Is what a crime. what did they do? The actor's terrible. Well, his regener- his regener- regeneration um, involved him turning into a snake. Okay, that's and not enough. Taking over a body. Okay, that's not enough. It seems like that's enough. That well, seems like it's not. Seeing as how the doctor has said that he can turn into anything, he doesn't have to stay in a human form, that doesn't surprise me in any way. No, that's not his regeneration. That's his. That's the method. Okay. Instead of just glowing, he turns into a snake and goes into a body. Well, seeing as how many ta- different ways that the doctor has regenerated, once again, not Robert, surprising. Robert, okay. it's very stupid. Stop defending it. He's a, he's a simp. He's, like he's, he's the embodiment of evil? Yeah, a little on the nose, don't you fucking think? Oh, I'm not saying that it's not on the nose. Of course, nose. the American movie's like, let us hold your hand. This guy, he's... Bad. Doctor Who glows gold. The Doctor glows fucking gold before he changes. No, he he he's releasing radiation. He's releasing uh-huh. energy. Yeah. Science. Right. Science. He's releasing of science. Course. You bastard. It, it's not even energy. It's time particles. You're just defending it to be an asshole. All right, <laughs> stop <laughs> it. It's like how Chris keeps on saying Jared Leto is the best Joker. Stop fucking with me. Well, we'll come back to the War Doctor because <laughs> he. Uh, actually, there is one thing I wanted to say. The War Doctor fought in the Time War for 400 years. And was 400 years younger than the 1,200-year-old 11th Doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Uh, Somebody at home probably knows what you just said. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which brings us to New Who. Right. So Uh, not really much of an and we can do, huh? There is. We'll get to it. (laughs) We're still in then. I don't know how the show works. Seems like and would, would be natural. Well, we'll, Sometimes. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the end. We're not there yet. I'll explain why. How do they keep going with you precious then, Robert? I am. You and your snakes and shit. They're so cool. <laughs> Which brings us to my now second favorite doctor, the ninth, Christopher Eccleston, mm-hmm. uh, who was the doctor 
from 2005 or during 2005. Um, he started the new Who generation, starting with that horrible mannequin episode. No, the episode's not that bad. Okay, the, you're his, right. the the first time you see the doctor, and that's what hooked me with the show was the first time I saw Ecclestein when he runs into Rose. He's like, uh, he's like, run! Like, wait, who are you? Oh, I'm the doctor. Nice to meet you. Shakes your hands. Now run. Yeah, <laughs> but now he takes his time. There, there is a lot to that. There is a lot that happens in that episode. Yeah, like right. for instance, the I mean, just right there. Do you know that 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 the original, um, the original creator or showrunner? I'm right. Not sure, he did not want the doctor to touch his to touch his companions, like physical touch. Ever because yeah, he did not want any any semblance of anything that might suggest sexual uh, tension or anything. Yeah, that got done away with real quick, like a high five. Right, you right. know, because if I high five a chick, I expect a blowjob. Hey, hey Danny, Robert, high I five. Blowjob. So there, so there was a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> there was a kiss. Uh, you're fine now. So I was coughing. Sorry about that. There was a kiss with with uh, with. What? Did I just apologize for your coffee? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was coughing. Oh, sorry about that. What? <laughs> well, sorry. I went too deep. There, there... With Martha? Oh, went too deep. <coughs> He's coughing. Anyway, so it was the eighth doctor, there was a kiss. But other than that, there was there was nothing. And like you said, it was an American movie. Right. But in the very first second, when you first see Eccleston, when you first see the new doctor, he grabs Rose. uh, Rose's hand. Right. And that 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 like broke a lot of barriers, and of course now, like you said, blew it out the window. But it didn't break it out the window with Ecclestein. Like they started hinting that mm. she was starting to fall for yeah him towards the end of the season, Rose near is, the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was always at that point just like I love you, but I love you as a friend. And she was with Mickey. I'd love Rose in all the wrong ways. Yeah. She's a pop star. I, like, uh, she's not hot anymore. She got a bunch of plastic oh surgery. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, she looks pretty bad now. But back then, she was a pop star. Really? Yeah, like she actually has some uh, almost Britney Spears esque years to her. Oh wow! That's yeah. horrible. I don't know. It depends <laughs> on if she did she wear the schoolgirl outfit like Britney Spears did. Uh, she, she could do it. If I'm remembering this correctly, she had like a white shirt on a beach covered in sand and water. Wait, you you just mentioned a shirt. No pants. I like it. I don't remember the pants. I'm Hers or yours? Because I knew you lost yours shortly <laughs> after. <laughs> you, did you stop about a half foot beneath the shin, and then you couldn't see anything else? He's already done at that point. He just exited it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she she was a pop star for many years. Did and not I, know that. Um, that I think that's why she left the show is because she wanted to continue her music career for a while. Good, good for her, I guess. Now, last Ecclestein episode, the last uh, Ecclestein before he he said before he sent her away, he 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 did he did there was a he did allude that he wanted to tell her something, right? But then he right. decided he was said, that just tell her. They did both. Oh, okay, sorry. They did it in both. The, uh, the best moment for Ecclestein cut. Here, here's why I love Ecclestein. He very much comes off as very cold and cold-hearted, mm-hmm. and he is very much the war-torn doctor. He yeah. just went he through too. some major shit. And, but he still loves everyone. He loves life. He wants to continue. Except for fucking mannequins. <laughs> well, no, oh, and Daleks. He hates the fuck out of Daleks. He, he hates the fuck out of Daleks, yes. He did not want to destroy the mannequins. Right, well, that's true. He he actually tried to save them, bringing up the uh, co- the space coordinates uh, 
not coordinates, but uh, the ordinance saying, hey, you're breaking these laws. Right. Mm-hmm. If you don't stop, I shadow will stop. Shadow Proclamation. The Shadow oh, Proclamation. Oh, there you go. Nice. Thank you, Kelly. Hey, hey, quick. Knew I had you on here for a reason. Can anyone name the planet where those guys were from? No. Are you talking about Trinzalore? No, where the... Where the uh, mannequins. Oh, the mannequins? Yeah. No. It's Califa... something or other. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> so you can't either, I guess. <laughs> no, no, but it's just funny because it's a recurring theme in the show. Oh, really? I just wondered if any of you... You guys are... No, I never caught on. Skillful talkers. It, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he had, a, he had a moment where all of his character really shone through, and it was this... It was either the very last episode he was in or mm. the second to last episode where he turns to Rose and he goes, nobody dies today. Oh, you're talking about the... Uh, that's It's not, it's neither of those. It's uh, when they they go to, what, World War II? Yeah. The kid with the gas mask. That's right. The nothing yeah. child or the... Yeah, know. something like that. Are, that you, are you my... God, that episode is a two-parter. That episode is very good. Yes. And, and, but he, he turns to her and he goes, nobody dies today. It's, I yeah. need this. I need a victory. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. That, I forgot about those episodes. Those oh, episodes are that, fantastic. That episode is the reason why he is cemented in my mind as one of the best doctors. I, I think they all have moments that are about as good. But while, since we're going into New Who, and I figure this episode's probably going to run a little long, uh, let's all name our favorite episodes for each doctor real quick. That we can. Is that yours, Recklstein? Oh, yes. Uh, mine's between that and I really like his Dalek episode. Uh, his Dalek episode was very good. The very it's him against last... one Dalek. And oh, it... that one. Yeah, where he's... He... You see him hate for the first time. Right. Yeah. You see I... that, that doctor hate. Yeah, and it's something. It, it's very jarring. It's uncomfortable. E- even though he's been very cold, you've never seen. Oh, yeah, him he's like, not the doctor to go get a beer with you, right? Um, you see him turn that switch of like, no, this is happening. I didn't do what I did to let this guy live, right? Um, and then at the end, where he, when Rose has changed the genetics of that dog, yeah, yeah he, she imprints on him she, she imprints on him by touching the thing, and yeah. It uses her DNA to heal, which makes it part human, which makes it It feels for the first time. It feels for the first time. And he goes to kill it, and then he sees the change. And he drops his gun and says, I am so sorry. Mm. And it kills itself in front of him. It's fucking intense, man. (laughs) It is. It is. You can You know... Is nobody going to say the Weakest Link episode is the last one? That was the last one. That was the second to last. No, it's two-part. That's the last last two episodes are the Weakest Link ones. It leads into that, but It leads into that, but that... They were already done with the... Weirdest shit. <sighs> yeah. But they they brought that station back a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Pretty, they pretty much rehashed it with a different, you know, a different purpose to the whole... Right. Yeah, know, uh, of the, one of Simon Pegg's episodes. Yeah. yeah. But I, I would just... I would just go with the first one. I mean, I know that seems a little trite, but... It's a great introduction to the Doctor. It really is. Yeah, the villains are kind of dumb, and a trash can does eat a man. <laughs> when, he tells, <laughs> when he tells Rose, you know how when they first tell you that the world is, is orbiting around the sun, spinning at however many, and you can't quite believe it? He says, I can feel it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good line. Me, good that was my first episode I ever watched. The first time I, I watched anything about Doctor Who. Same here. Yeah, I, I feel the movement beneath my feet. Yeah. It, the I, second episode with Ecclestein, when they're on the space station watching the uh, sun consume the Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, the death of the planet. And yeah. everybody giving gifts to each other, and he comes up to the plant lady, oh, and he goes, I don't, I don't have anything, so... I give you the breath from my lungs, and he breathes right in her face. He breathes in her face, and she goes, "How intimate!" Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that had me rolling. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, one, one more thing about the first episode, though. 
they did a series of books for each doctor. Oh, right? yeah. And they weren't very long. I listened to the audio versions, but Ecclestein's, it takes place, the whole story takes place, because at the end of the first episode, he just leaves. Right without Rose. Right. Rose is standing there, and all of a sudden, TARDIS comes back. Like, 13 the, seconds have passed. If that. Like, it disappears, comes right back. He opens the door, is like, you want to come with me? And she's like, yeah, and gets in. And this entire book takes place in between the TARDIS disappearing and reappearing. Oh, wow. And it takes place, kind of like, I think it takes place in Babylon. Okay. Or Sodom and Gomorrah, one of those places. Like, a biblical place. It's just, he's pretty much going against a deity. Like, it's a pretty intense story. Huh. He just comes back the whole time. He's like, I don't, I'm kind of lonely. You know? And he keeps remembering Rose through, like, well, all this horrible shit's going on. He's taking on, like, gods pretty much. And he's like, <laughs> at the end, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go back real quick. Right. Which, which this this brings on, I hope they really get into it, but there's this whole theory about whether there was or wasn't a wartime companion. So he might have spent been. those 400 years alone. Turning him into and then when he, he is. When that he, makes more sense. When he came back, he's like, I'll just continue that way. Right. Or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that makes sense, actually. I, I mean, that could be the reason... Like, if they decide to rehash that idea, which could be very cool... They'd have to do it soon. John Hurt's kind of old. Yeah, yeah. they, they would, ha- one, have to do it soon. Uh, but two, it could be really cool because that could be what led to him uh, t- taking the the device. Uh, I forget the name of it. Oh, the... Uh, what the moment. Comes out. Oh, yeah, the moment. The moment yeah. Yeah. Taking the moment. If if his companion was to die in front of him and him be like, no, this ends now. Yeah. Or, I mean, 400 years of doing it, you gotta be like, I, it's not done, guys, I'm sorry. Well, it, it was also very clear they were about to lose, too. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's the thing. I, this is my kind of thing, because they, they mentioned how the universe got destroyed and undestroyed, you know, over and over again. And Trent, Trent the Lord, really? Gallifrey. Gallifrey. Oh, okay. Gallifrey did too. Well. Gallifrey's kind of in Transalore. How yeah. many times did he save it and bring it back? That that's a good point. And, and he, yeah. because he kept trying to save just Gallifrey, he it didn't end it. Yeah. But when was, every time he brought them back, he brought the Daleks right. back as well. There, there there could be so much. I, I don't see like you said, uh, John Hurts is pretty old. I don't see Oh sorry. That's coffee like, again, I'm sorry. Like you Stop apologizing when I call. It's weird. I, I say, excuse me. That's good enough, man. I don't see John Hurt. I don't see it being a a, a, a movie or anything, but they could definitely do books. Uh, yeah, and, that'd be a good way to do it, actually. Yeah, yeah. novels. And and, and and it would be it it write itself because at the end of the episode he brings Gallifrey back. Yeah, right. It, but they we're, we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's oh true. yeah, yeah. Well, technically we're getting behind ourselves. That happened with the Eighth Doctor. So <laughs> it's all time, it's time winding. I was about to say the same thing. Um, <coughs> no, I, a series of books would be great because I mean the couple the David Tennant book wasn't very good. They went for like an Alice in Wonderland kind of vibe. Uh, but the Ecclestein and Smith books were fantastic. I'll get into Smith the Smith book when we get there, but uh, I loved it a lot. Um, but when the Doctor was 903 years old, uh, he transformed into the 10th Doctor, David Tennant. Hmm? Yay! The, the hero Doctor. Is he still your favorite? He is still my favorite. Okay. So all three of us have different favorite Doctors. Can we go back to Eccleston real quick? Of course! <laughs> okay. The one thing that I don't... The reason why he'll never be any of my favorites at all huh? is because the actor himself has like no appreciation for the role. Yeah, uh, see, for me, Tom Baker was the same way until around the fiftieth, though. See, for me, it's he the can char- do anything, though. <laughs> for me, it's he the character time, themselves. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the character of that doctor. Look at how great the fiftieth would have been, though, with all three of them there. But yes, you know, I that agree. That would have been great. And, and to segue back into Tenet, 
He loved the Doctor so much. Yes. I think he still does. He yeah. loved the Doctor. <laughs> great. I agree. The reason that he quit, he backed out of the show, is because he didn't want to be typecast forever as that. And that worked out really well for him, because he's been in G.I. Joe and fucking Thor 2. And, and as bad as it is, <laughs> I know Chris it sounds... That's Chris not David Tennant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, we were talking about David Tennant. Oh, that's why... Uh, yeah, you said he didn't want to oh, be typecast. Why, why yeah, he that's quit. why David Tennant quit. That's why Eccleston quit and no, we'll come back. No, he just did his run. He just yeah. really did his run. You got that no, for three he, years. he quit. He came out and said that I, I, I'm... Well, he got it too, but that's why Eccleston oh, will come but, back. But he did three... Back, yeah. He did his term, I think. It feels like he three did his term. Enough. They yeah. were they were willing to give him more, though. Mm. Like, they were going... For him, they were going to be like, yeah, do whatever you want for as long as you want. I had seen him die too many times because there are some low points of Tenant's episodes. Oh, yes. Yeah. He does carry around his hand for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that, which what, was, that's just funny, though. Is it? <laughs> uh, but that's when Torchwood really came into. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of um, uh, the face of Bo, the John. face of Bo, John, what, Jack, uh, Jack Hart. No, but what's his Hartnell? name? His Hart- name. Ah. Captain Jack Hartness. No, yes. his, his real name. Well, the face of Bo, John yeah. Barrowman. There Some, it is. Oh, okay, Barrowman. something like that. Yeah, uh, okay. great character. Yeah, oh, lo- probably the only guy in Doctor side. Who that wants to fuck everything. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Back away. <laughs> I was just saying hi. <laughs> it's great because, it, like, a lady walks by, it's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Doctor's like, "No." He's like, "Fine." Sees the guy walk by, "Hey, how you doing?" Doctor's like, "No." <laughs> uh, what did you? Because that's when Rose left was during the tenant years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of her departure? It's sad. I think it was pretty well done. Which they one? bring her back. Uh, I, I would say her departure when it comes to uh, <laughs> actually leaving. Or leave, or David Tennant leaving, where you do it three times before you actually leave. Yeah. When, when she gets sucked into the other dimension, you okay, can't so do anything. The about first it. time. The first time. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Yeah. But it had to happen. Had I to agree. Happen. I agree that it had to happen, uh, and that's when Martha came about. And I think that that the Poor way Martha. they brought she in, gets so much shit, man. I well, I think it once again goes back to the writing. Oh, yeah. The way they wrote her character in was very sloppy, because it started with him going, here, smooch, and her going, I'm now in love, and him going, I just did that so they wouldn't find me. You're the bait, bitch. Then she <laughs> sneaky, he snuck or something, because then he goes to the hospital, and she runs into him, and then the hospital winds up on the moon, and there are space rhinos. Well, he, he Dr. Who is a very he, weird... He snuck thing. his DNA onto her. Oh, there you go. In, in the that very, was the point of the smooch. Yeah. Oh, right. In, in the very beginning of the episode, like he gives her a tie... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's, at, that's what I was at the end of the episode, he takes it off and goes, watch this, and then comes back without the tie, and she goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, but I also feel they turned a corner into writing during... During, during Martha's the, years? No, no, after Martha's years. Oh, but it certainly got better. Starting from that season, <laughs> I think they But did. same showrunner, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Is there is there any major episodes that happen with her as the companion that really stands out to you? Because there's one that stands out to me, and I got to tell you, she wasn't in it, but more than ten seconds. I I only Which remember her first episode? episode. I don't remember how she left. My my favorite episode of Tenant's Run, Blink. Oh, oh holy gosh. shit! She is in Blink, and she for is, ten seconds. Well, yeah. Tenant's hardly in it. Yeah, true. That, that is that is the episode that if anybody is trying to get into Doctor Who, and I would go, you want to see an interesting episode? You want to see the episodes, episode that's least like any other episode? Exactly. So I don't know if it's I, I'd hold point, that back. I'd hold that back. But if you wanted them to like really get into it and they were they were on the fence, yeah, throw but that But you're showing them the most creative monster they've had since the new series. Exactly. Oh you're showing gosh, them an episode no. that's presented in a completely different way, really plays with the time travel. Yes. A lot of found footage. Oh. Uh, great episode. It really it is. It kind of turns into... 
the Superman of, of Doctor Who's you know monsters. It's it's so undefeatable. Yeah, it's it really is. Yeah, uh, just because of the way that it works, you can't. I don't know because he does beat him with pretty much a game of peekaboo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but how, how many times have they come back and him being like, God, he's damn. never happy to see him. No, he's. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. He he is more scared of them than than anything, I think. And you this might be is, right. This is why when we get to Capaldi, why I, I hate that that uh, preview. Okay, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that you, you uh, yeah you watched the trailer for what's coming next, right? Okay, but right. Uh, <laughs> it, it, any Martha episodes stick out in your? You know, the only ones that do is with Suntarans, and she wasn't a companion then. <laughs> So they just know <laughs> she comes back during. Uh, oh yeah, she does come back for a minute. Yeah, yeah. during Donna's years. Um, yeah. Was but you love Donna, right? Huh? Oh, oh I love Donna. Yeah. She's my favorite companion. That's what I thought. Uh, question: Was Martha the companion when he took on the devil on the meteor? No, no, no that was still Rose. Rose yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that was an interesting episode, that wasn't one, it? That one was very interesting because he's like, "No, you're the devil. I'm going to destroy you." And then the devil's like. Well, fine. I'm just gonna leave this body, and he goes, "I'm sorry," because <laughs> <laughs> at that point, it's just an innocent beast. It's, it's weird. It's an interesting episode because I believe it's a two-parter as well. It yes, is. it is. And it With goes the ooh. Yeah, those things. It introduces the book. ood. Oh my gosh, there's something. God, yeah. Because there's there's <laughs> one really episode. Like there's one episode uh, during Smith's years where uh, Emily Pond is uh, feeling through the dark and just touches one of their faces, like. What is this? I was like, oh god, that's my worst nightmare. Now We're grabbing an ood's face in the middle of the in, like in dark. Oh god, I die. Now worth if you reach for a boob. Right, right and you get that instead. Yeah. Oh, right, right thanks, Kelly. I need nightmares tonight. Right before uh, Martha, they introduced Donna. I wasn't done talking about the devil episode. I just oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The sorry. ood's face are gross, but uh, well, you can. Oh. The two, whereas the two episode arc, the first episode is like an old horror movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it has yeah. a very strong alien vibe. The isolation, creepy. Like an exorcist vibe. Yeah, they they exorcist, can't get to their yeah. TARDIS because stuff around them just keeps breaking off into this dark, into this black hole. Second episode is almost nothing but like philosophy. Yeah, yeah. there's it, tension because you know he's stuck down there and stuff. They don't know if they can get him up, but very philosophy driven. That's why that episode kind of sticks out to me. It's not one of my favorites, but it's very interesting. It's, it, it is an interesting episode. Yeah. Go ahead, Kelly. Well, and and like you said, uh, how he 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 uh, realizes what he is and it's the devil. But first, he goes through this whole thing where he's like. But what is what what is the devil? What what could it be? You know, it's just it's just a myth. To him it's just an idea. And then he just comes up with that, you know, you're an idea and that's what what needs to be destroyed, not this body. Right. Yeah. Right. And so when when the consciousness departs and get, says basically goes, I'm going to take over something else mm. and departs and leaves this innocent beast, he it, that's one of those heartbreaking moments where you see Tenet go, I am so so sorry. Because he has to kill him. I love this about Tenet. That's when it started. He started apologizing. Most apologetic doctor to date. (laughs) He started apologizing about things that he didn't have anything to do with. Because it's never, I'm sorry. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm I'm so so sorry. (laughs) And you're like, oh, I believe him. Also, we forgot, we we skipped over his regeneration when he becomes Tenet. Fights with a sword and kills a man with an orange. (laughs) This is why Tenet's my favorite. He became my favorite in his first five minutes of consciousness during that episode. Why? Because See, the first the thing, teeth part? Huh? <laughs> is it the new teeth thing. Well, is that not him? That, that's not him. Okay, good. Well, he comes out there and he's like, and he's and he's like, I don't know who I'm going to be. Of course, it's, you know, I, that's my first time experiencing regeneration myself. And he does a sword fight, 
they do a Star Wars reference, and and then he goes, "This new hand, it's a fighting hand." I text Becca that moment. Okay, so so you text her that? Yeah, I text her. My favorite doctor. So he he insults Rose's mom immediately. Well, she seems kind of trashy. Uh, which which is like okay, that's what Eccleston used to do. So it's like okay, a touch of the old. And he's like, I don't know what I'm going to be. And then like for the rest of the episode, he's like, Am I this kind of doctor? No, I'm not this kind of doctor. And he like he goes and says something really catty, and he turns to Rose and and goes, Am I sexy? Yeah. No, that's not what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, fuck. Now you made me oh, forget. Oh, I do you know what, what he, he says? Does, I'm really catty. What makes him decide what kind of doctor he is is a big red button. No. Oh yeah. Rurik's like. I just realized what kind of guy I am. I'm the kind of guy, or I'm the kind of doctor that presses the big red threatening no, button. No, because he changes it after that, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I do love that. I was like, that's a big red threatening button. I'm the. I'm definitely the kind of doctor that's going to press that big yeah, red threatening button. Yeah, because he, he keeps changing the kind of doctor that he is throughout the entire yeah. episode. But uh, he, he says something catty, and he turns to Rose, because he's saying it to the, like, the big bad alien. Right. Mm-hmm. And he turns to Rose and says something akin to... Uh, is that too far? Those aren't his exact words, but uh, it's a word that I've said so many times on this podcast, and it's because of this episode. Here's and my theory. No, that's something you say a lot. No, and and here's why. Farfetched? No. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anybody's ever said Farfetched on this podcast. Well, maybe on the Pokemon episode. No, there's a Pokemon <laughs> named Farfetched, Kelly. You get it? Anyway, Let him get to there. Let him get to her. I know what he's gonna say. It's great. Well, then tell him. Yeah, what's the fucking word? <laughs> no, I don't know that, but I know where you're going to end oh. up. And if you're not, I'll end it there. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys keep interrupting me just as I get it, and I'm losing it over and over. Don't so blame I'm just, us. No, I'm blaming you guys, so I'm moving on. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> uh, but what he finally says after the big red button, after he gets his hand cut off, he says, I finally figured out what kind of doctor I am. And he grows his hand back, and he goes, I'm a lucky doctor. And that's when he comes back at him. Okay. Oh, no, no. But see, I... I, I there's there's one more after that though. There's one more after that. No, because right after that is when the episode ends. No, 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 it's not. The 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 alien leader guy gets back up after he's agreed to the terms of leaving the planet. Oh yeah. And he says, and and he and he and he says, what, what happens first? And he takes the orange that's been in his pocket for this whole time, throws it at the button that magically makes this part of the spaceship fall off. <laughs> well, he is a lucky doctor. And he says, I'm. I'm, I don't give second chances. That's what kind of man. Oh I am. yeah, yeah. As the guy's falling, he does say that. Now, I remember that too. No that, second chances. That's, that's yeah. Kind of in that episode, he has a very dark moment when it comes to the human that's been helping him out. Aside from Rose, the, the, oh yeah. Because uh, and during Eccleston's years, uh, the family, not the family of blood. Uh, it, it's the aliens that uh, look like giant doll-eyed people that are have taken over Parliament. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the lady that helps during that episode comes back during his regeneration episode. I, I always called those the poop joke aliens, because there's always a lot of fart jokes and stuff in those episodes. It's, be- it's, it's because of their gas yeah. with their human suits. But um, what happens at the end of that episode is they start flying away, and she calls Torchwood, and they blow it up. Oh, and yeah. she go- And he turns to her and goes, I can end you with three words. And he... He turns to the guy behind behind her and just whispers in his ears, doesn't she look tired? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Doesn't she look tired? Four words. Four no, words. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. He changes it. He said, changes it. 
and, and says, "I can, I can, I can end you with three words," and then he changes it and says, to no. four words. Oh, yeah. after he says it, yeah, that's right. That's kind of he's like a, he's by far a lot flightier than Ecclestein. Yes, he's, he's very interesting. He was and that David Tennant got a ton of women into the series. Yes, a ton of. I'm pretty yeah. sure my wife thinks he's hot, and just from his voice, she can't see him. Never has. But uh, uh, favorite favorite Tennant episodes. Yours is Blink. Mine's Blink. Yeah. Yeah. Yours, Kelly. Oh, I was just thinking about. It. I was. Uh, I can go ahead and go. Oh yeah, go for it. Uh, the Family Blood, which you said the name of, earlier, right? Uh, shows how cold he can be, and which what the was Martha episode. capable of. Yeah. Oh, so good because at the end, like he keeps he runs from this family. He ru- he runs from the family and puts makes his himself identity. Human. Yeah, puts his identity and his powers into a stopwatch because Doctor Who, whatever. Right. <laughs> but well, uh, he, he runs from him because they only have a certain length of time. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Because of that, and then you find out at the end, uh, another reason he was running is so he didn't have to destroy them. Yeah. And then just the ending is what makes me love it so much, because once he realizes that he has to take care of them, Mm -hmm. he goes through and explains what he does to each family member and how, like, it is cruel, but it's necessary. Like, he puts one in just, like, a white vacuum in space. Yeah. Where they can, like, there's nothingness. And he's going to, they're going to spend the rest of their lives there. And he's like, yeah, it's bad, but I had to. I had no other option. He makes one a scarecrow. Yeah, so and that scarecrow you can actually see in other episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. He, he's just like in the background in certain episodes. Yeah, okay. he puts one of them in, in mirror, every mirror. Yeah, yeah. And if you ever one. see anything out of the corner of your eye, that's him. That's the little girl. Yeah, her. it's um the the dad. He puts he's on, he chains them uh, he chains them and throws them into the into uh, the abyss. Yeah, yeah. That's what I can always remember. Yeah. You gotta speak up, bro. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, you got a little bit quiet right there. He's been doing really good. It's it's yeah. it, it's not my favorite episode, but I really do like that episode. Yeah, it's not necessarily my favorite episode. Martha did a really good showing there. I was in a sittings. Martha did a very good showing there. Yeah, yes. she was good. But that, that was a very Martha heavy episode. Continue, Dan. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say they're not necessarily my favorite episodes. There are dry spots in them, and the whole setup's kind of wonky. Favorite moment of his by far is, the is, end of that, is that episode. In? Yeah, Blink no. is probably a more solid episode, uh, and the end where he loses uh, when he regenerates is very powerful. Now the uh, episode, the Christmas special that came out right before uh, Martha is when Donna gets introduced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and runaway it, bride. She's the yep. runaway bride. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I fucking hated her in that episode. <laughs> she's really annoying when you first meet her. Yeah. I think so, and that's Kelly's favorite companion. He's already said that. No? She's really annoying when you first meet her. Thank you, yeah. yes. Because when you see her come back, you're like, oh, here's my new companion. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. I could not say this because she's my fiance's favorite companion, right? Doesn't have yeah. to be yours. <laughs> she became mine. She, she is became... good at the whole Dr. Donna. Yeah. Donna Doctor, Dr. Donna thing. Yeah. And she gets in get to. And her dad is the most fucking lovable guy. Oh, right? Now. I love that guy. <laughs> Yes. Now's the time when I think that we need to go into the and. And here's why. Da-da-da. During these years is when the most spinoffs came. This is when Torch would happen. This is when the uh, Sarah Jane Adventures. Uh-huh. or Is that right? Sarah Jane Adventures or Sarah Jane Chronicles? Or Adventures. Adventures. That's when those shows really spun off. Um, and uh, did either of you watch either of those shows? No. No. See, I watched a couple episodes of the Sarah Jane Adventures, and it seemed more geared for kids. It is. Yeah, it's a children's I, show. I really couldn't get into it. Um, I thought about watching Torchwood. Does that count? I loved Torchwood. Is it good? Really? I absolutely loved Torchwood until the last three episodes, and then I 
fucking hated Torchwood. Botched the ending? Oh my god, did they botch the ending. Because you find out... Okay, so Torchwood is very much for adults. Like, the very first episode is about an alien that puts off a pheromone that makes people fuck. Nice! <laughs> and Kevin I mean, Jack's like, I love this yes. shit! <laughs> yeah, right? Was it Jack Harkness? Yeah. <laughs> no, did he do it? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> um... That's what turned him into the face of Bowie. Breathed in too much, his body decayed, and his head enlarged. But uh, which is st- sweet irony because he lost his penis. Like he, uh, <laughs> Captain Jack uh, takes on a, a male lover during this. Uh, like it's it's very adult um, and very fun. Like he's it a had, fun character. It had its dark moments, but a very fun show. And then the last three episodes completely botched it because you find out that. He has a son, a, a human son. Okay. Uh, or, or he's human. Excuse me. He has a human daughter whose now body is older than him. Hmm. Okay. Because he can't, he doesn't die. He can't age, except for he ages very tiny and keeps getting plastic surgery. Right. Um, but his daughter's body is now older than him, and he has a grandson. That's interesting. And it's interesting setup, anyways. I don't yeah. like where this is going. Knowing Jack Hartness, it gets worse. Uh, wait, oh you think he gosh. fucks his daughter? Wait, does he fuck his daughter? No. no. Oh, okay. No, the grandson. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks for making it worse, Kelly. So, that's so, what we needed. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm, <laughs> I was afraid that's where it was going. Yeah. The premise of these episodes are the children of Earth are starting to get possessed and act out because of these aliens that are taking over the world using our kids. Okay. And for whatever reason, he go he figures or his grandson isn't really affected. As much, okay. and he goes, I know how to stop him, but I, I I need you. Are you willing to do this? And his grandson going, Yeah, of course. And his grandson like barely knowing him really because his mom is really off about Jack. Yeah. Uh, because of the fact that he's different. Okay. And he goes, Awesome. I just need you to stand here. We're going to do this. It's going to essentially force their signal in reverse, and it'll destroy the aliens. And he's like, okay, yeah, not a problem. And he purposely overloads and kills his grandson to kill these aliens. Holy shit. And then, like, at this point, all of Torchwood is dead except for two other people um, outside of Jack. And he just goes, I can't deal with this. I'm gone. And teleports away. That is the last episode of Torchwood. You made Kelly angry. No, no, I'm, I'm thinking because wh- all I know of Torchwood is the Lost Earth or the Stolen Earth episode. Oh, Doctor uh, Who. Which right when the Daleks taking all to do the what is it? God, I don't remember. The right. Omega. This episode happened immediately after that, right before okay. the rewriting of the universe. Okay, that's why I wanted to know where does that sit? There. Yeah, it that happened sounds... in between those. Why did you make that character so needlessly depressing? Yeah. He's a fun character. He was a very fun character. And then just randomly they're like, yeah, uh, we need to end this show. So let's end it on the most depressing point that we can. Like they they really didn't want fans writing in, please do another episode. (laughs) (laughs) We want them to know that we're done. They're like, please take away that episode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can you go back and actually like cancel yourselves a season earlier? I knew you guys have a TARDIS. Yeah. Somewhere. Come on, it's in Cardiff. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Torchwood, and there were some really cool episodes. Like, the, uh, there was an episode during Tenet's run where uh, Cybermen had started taking over, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it, 
It was the Cyberman versus Daleks, where they're just sitting there trash talking each other. Oh, that's gonna be great! Oh my god, that was one of my favorite episode, like favorite moments of Tenants. (laughs) Imagine a Dalek trash talking because it all ends with exterminate. Well, no, no, it's like. Uh, we will destroy the inferior race. Oh, so you're going to destroy yourself. <laughs> Sick burn, bro. <laughs> Essentially, that's what it came down to. I exterminated but, your mother last night. Uh, like, one's <laughs> like, you need upgrading, and the other one's like, you need, um, well, you need exterminating. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But uh, during that time, they were changing Torchwood people into Cybermen. Oh, okay. Well, something that happened during... Uh, one of the first episodes of Torchwood was you find out that the guy who ends up dating Jack, his girlfriend, um, had started the Cyberman transition and had essentially been in uh, a coma during this time. Uh, and he goes and he makes sure that she's okay and she, she becomes a cyber woman. Ooh, cyber boobies. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh. Interesting. I still can't. I can't stop thinking about the the disc competition between Cyberman and Daleks. Because <laughs> you know how people like, if you've seen YouTube clips of people fighting, everybody's like, "Oh, oh right. do, do the Daleks just spin their top halves and go?" Well, no, because, because Mickey and Rose witnessed the entire thing. But that's yeah. actually something I wanted to ask you. Do you ever see the Doctor in Torchwood? No. Well, kind of. You see his hand. Is it mm. the severed hand of? It's the severed hand. Oh God. Well, yeah. <laughs> Because the next time you see Jack is at the end of season one of Torchwood. Mm-hmm. And he he goes, because the, the hand starts reacting, he goes, he's here. And it's because the TARDIS has landed in Tardif where there's a time terror where it can recharge itself, essentially. Okay. And uh, it cuts to an episode with Martha where he's just sitting there running at like at the doctor with this hand in tow okay. and the doctor's just like get in the TARDIS <laughs> and they get in the TARDIS and take off and Jack jumps on the TARDIS and grabs on yeah. and the TARDIS doesn't know how to react and it takes them to the end of time right. which brings in the master again Yep. what do you guys think about the master? I think that he if written correctly is an amazing villain probably one of my favorites Yeah, cause he's, he was introduced in what? He was Baker's in, era? he was introduced earlier in that I think was he? He's he, yeah. He's been consistent. He's the only other Time Lord introduced to that no. point. There is another one. Roman. I said to that point. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Roman. It was a woman. But is that recent or that was fifth? Fifth Doctor. Okay, but I did not know that. There were episodes cool. in Torchwood where uh, Jack went back in time and or like would get buried alive just to be unburied many years later. Like it's constantly like, well, fuck, this has happened again. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very nonchalant character. That's why I'm surprised they gave him um, such a dark ending. His old partner from uh, from when he was a time cop. <laughs> yeah. Um, he shows up, and it's Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, I've never watched it, but uh, okay. The epi- like the episodes are all fun and adventurous. Some have their low points. Some have really high points. It, it made the show a lot of fun. It, I just don't like the way it ended. So the yeah, Torchwood start... With Jack Harkness Torchwood. Yes. He restarted after... He restarted after Rose got sucked into... Okay. Into the other dimension. That is when the starting point of Torchwood happens. Because it's him restarting Torchwood and there's only like six people. So did they leave okay. that hole started by Queen Elizabeth to pretty that... much be be opposed to the Doctor whenever he shows up? Right. Because him restarting it, he knows that the Doctor is a component of Earth. Hmm. It is an ally. Yeah. And so he's not going to be against them. 
necessary to the survival of, even. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. That's all you guys say about Torchwood? Uh, would you, uh, all in all, after knowing everything about the show, would you recommend somebody watching it? I would recommend them watching everything but the last three episodes. Actually, just skip those completely? Yep. Just know don't, that it's Don't sucks. even watch it. Okay. And another question. Well, I can ask that anytime. The the creatures that were taking care of the, that are taking over the children, did they have anything to do with that that um, the one that in Tenet's episode where some sort of star child like gets into this kid and no. draw okay. No, completely different. Okay. Oh I remember that episode. Um so I think that we need to move on to the now well, everybody, unfortunately, our time went way too long this episode, and uh, we had to cut it into two parts again. So if you want to catch the next episode of our Doctor Who discussion, that will actually be coming out next week. Danny and I have been talking, and we may not be doing the uh, bi-weekly schedule. We may be going back to a week-by-week basis, and uh, we're super excited about that, and we hope you are too. And we will see you next week on Then and Now. Well, that's it for another exciting episode of Then and Now. Uh, if you like this episode, make sure that you go to iTunes and rate and review us. Also, while you're exploring the interwebs, make sure that you go to thenandnowproductions.com where you'll find great shows like Nerds Playing Games, our uh, comedy YouTube channel where we're playing games, and Hold My Beer. Danny, tell us about Hold My Beer real quick. It's a, it's a podcast where we talk about stuff. And that's it. So uh, make sure that you do that. If you get on uh, thenowproductions.com, hit the uh, contact link and let us know what you think.